future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. Plus this, I'm Kathy Deach. And I am Eva Tingley. Woohoo! We're back. So glad to be back this week. We have such a great guest this week. I mean, she's like getting such a gold star because she has hooked us up. I'm in the most on point guest we've ever had. <laughs> she was ever. here two minutes before half hour. Like we gave her a call time call. and she was like, mm, nope, I'm gonna be earlier than the call time. <laughs> We're like, oh whoops. Eva, I know you don't like me saying it, but it's because she's Broadway. But guys, did you guys know that Kathy Deach was on Broadway? <laughs> did you know that? I don't know if you know, but she was. She makes fun of me over and over, guys. It's not very fair. It's a running joke. <laughs> but it's now- okay. You make fun of me for loving my husband, whatever. Okay. So it's a running joke either way. That's questionable. But we're just real <laughs> excited to have Donna Lee. Donna, Donna Lynn, Lynn. Champlin. What is wrong with me? I get all nervous. I know. You got all like, I get all you're like, like wait, how am I going to say it? How does yes. her name go? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've known her forever and I've known her husband since he was 19 years old. Which is amazing. Yeah. And we'll so talk about we're that We're going to talk about that. Yeah. For sure. But this week, how exciting. We had a hashtag that we started last week. Yes. It was, I'm fat and I did it anyway. And we had some fabulous contributors. I know. I love it. Thank you so much for going on our Instagram and posting your success stories. Um, the first one is Agnes and Dora by Amber Dawn. And she did a mud run. Yeah, people killed told her it. She couldn't. Told, took a picture of herself, like all covered in mud, like a warrior, just killing it. Yeah, it was like she could have been in um, what's that movie with what's his name? Yeah, oh, Braveheart. One. Got it. He came. Braveheart. <laughs> Guys, this is what happens when Kathy doesn't have caffeine before the show. <laughs> dun, like, dun, dun, dun. This, this, this show like, is going to uh -huh. be very nebulous. It's going to be like, is Kathy remembering what we're talking I'm gonna about? I'm going to need that psychic not. to come yes. back and like remind me of what I meant to say. Where is she? She's alone. She left. She She's left. always before us. And we love her. And I need her right now. The um, other person who contributed was Fat Girl Living Freely. And she talked about how being fat gives her more room for tattoos. I thought that was hilarious. And we yeah. reposted it on Instagram, so go look at our Instagram. But we have some pictures of it too. So yeah. you're seeing it right now. So it's really, really it. cute. They're really I'm mean, so keep them coming. Hashtag us. I'm fat and I did it anyway. Yeah. It's about what has someone told you that you couldn't do and you were like, I'm fat and I did it anyway. Guess what, bitch? Batch, I totally did it. Anyways. <laughs> Tell us all about it. Excellent. Another huge win this week. Yeah, we have some good news, guys. Which is so sweet. Rebel Wilson. Woo! Now going to be the leading lady in a movie. In a rom-com. In a rom-com. Guys, fat people can fall in love. Who yes. knew? And be opposite. Who's he wants it? Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Again, Again you're, you're, like, you're like, you're like, Lynn, um, I always called him Lynn, because I'm behind. You just want to say Lynn. Lee. I do. It's like you're making, like, progressions. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she gets to make out with Liam Hemsworth and, like, run around all over New York City. I and know, and make a Which is really fun, because she always plays the fat sidekick. Yes. Like, the fat, funny sidekick. So that's, like... 
It's a really big win for all of us. It is. And I will totally support it by showing up. It's called Isn't It Romantic, guys? So we're looking for that. I think it's uh, Valentine's Day of next year, right? Right, right, yeah. Yeah, so we're on board. I'll see we're going. I'll see anyone make out with a Hemsworth. Maybe we'll make it an, another Love Yourself Day. Oh. And love your incident romantic day. Yeah. Watch isn't a fat romantic? girl. Yeah, watch a fat girl love herself. <laughs> love William Let's Hemsworth. Totally get some of that. Yes. Um, another some more really amazing news. When we read read this, we like lost our minds. The Girl Scouts. Wait, wait. We more than lost our minds. We were like. Everybody needs to read this. I like texted my sisters and was like, well, one of my sisters only has sons, but I was like, you need to read this anyway, because it, I feel like it's something that's really important. It, the Girl Scouts came out with a, an article. Basically, if you're a parent and your daughter starts saying some things that aren't so great about her own body. Yeah, like if she says, mom, I'm fat or... Or I think I'm fat, or kids told me at school I'm fat. Like, how do you, how do you deal with that? Yeah, and how do you approach that topic with her? And they had a really great doctor who gave phenomenal tips on yeah. what to you, do. You told us a couple of them. Yes. Um, yeah. So first of all, it's you. So the first step that you take is to ask her why she thinks she's fat. So is she? Does she think she's fat because her clothes aren't fitting? Like, are her clothes pinching her? So then that's a different thing. Like, girl, take your girl on a shopping spree. She needs some new clothes. She's right. growing, right. right? So that's a different thing. And then you can talk to her about that. Like, you're not fat. You're growing, and that's great. And let's let's get you some some new clothes. Um, then if or if she says she's comparing herself to other girls, then you do something else. And then or is she calling herself fat because she sees you call yourself fat, which is uh, the trickiest one, because I feel like I have to stop myself in front of my niece. And, you know, those signals are really strong. They really listen to us and how we treat ourselves. Yeah, they're listening all the time. For sure. All the time. And so one of the things that I, that I liked was that they talked about, oh, so the doctor who wrote it was Bastiani, Dr. Bastiani Archibald. And um, she said that your daughter should never be ashamed of the realities of her own body. So if she's comparing herself to girls and she's actually is bigger than her friends, there's nothing wrong with noticing that she is actually bigger. There's nothing wrong with- Don't lie. Don't lie and, and say, say, no, no you're, you're beautiful. Not. Yeah. That, that's like not what you're supposed to do. Right. She says, we're all different in so many ways and it's counterproductive to pretend that we're not. So I loved that and like trying to help her identify parts of her body that she does love and that she does feel good about and re remind her like, you know, your legs are really strong because you're doing ballet or you're swimming and so your arms are strong or, you yeah. know, talk to her about body parts that she loves and then tell her body parts about yourself that you love, especially if it's the if it's the third part of the, the equation where she's calling herself out because she's heard you say that about yourself. Right. They definitely need to hear us as adults, like, reinforce what's great about ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, I was a very early bloomer. I don't know about you. I got my period, like, just as I turned 10. Mm. And I had, I think I wore a bra in fourth grade. So I was a thick, big kid, bigger than, like, I, I developed really quickly. So I wish someone had said, you're just growing, or... Like, don't you don't need to compare yourselves because I had cousins who were not 
and who were one was two years older than me and the twins were two years younger and they were all real thin and really long and lean and I noticed it from a very young age and no one ever said your body's just growing differently you know what I mean you they'll catch up with you or, and do you think that that would have helped you if someone had said totally like completely. you know what like this is what's going on with your body and it doesn't mean that it's wrong it's just happening earlier do you yeah. think that that would have yes. helped you like and not that, and that just because you are bigger doesn't mean it's not beautiful. Like, Absolutely. It's not that you're bigger, but you're beautiful. Right, right. <laughs> it's you're, yes, you're bigger and it's beautiful equally. The same. Right. It's it's different. It's not it's not yeah. wrong. It's just different. Exactly. And I, I loved that. And I loved and that. What, so the thing is, is that if we are also so conditioned to to compare ourselves to Victoria's Secrets models. Lots of luck. Then Lots of luck. we are we are conditioned to that. I know that I am when I see them. I, there is a thing that in me that's like, oh, like I definitely don't look like that. Um, how, how do we like change that and so that we're not speaking that way in front of of girls or even even our son or even your sons? They also that said are teaching your your sons that that that's what's wrong with absolutely, another girl. That that is a character flaw. In right. someone, yes. You know, they said in that same article, which we know just being adults, it's changed our lives, having images of you, what you look like is really important. Yeah, so that's so. what the, that was the last thing that she said that Dr. Bastiani Archibald said, said to make sure that she has positive body image role models. So what are you showing your daughter? Exactly. Right? Like, who is she seeing? Who is she... Uh, looking up to. Yeah. And if it, it should be us. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want it to be us? <laughs> but, you know, the TV shows like Crazy Ex Girlfriend yes. that have people who are singing like and Donna dancing. Lynn like Donald oh and Champlin. <laughs> did, did I, did I, did I jinx, jinx me. you too? We have to have her say it when she comes up. <laughs> um, but, you know, having a show like that where you see someone singing and dancing and, and acting. And and, living, and moving and living her life, living a life yes. amongst other people. It's so important. It can't just be one thing like that you see all the time. Right. It's not just um, give me a show that I don't watch. Um, a, a, a CW show, right? Another CW show. Sure. You know. So it's so it's good that there's that balance in life, and, and that's, we need it. We need yeah. more of it, and that's why we have this show, and that's why we're talking about it because we need to see more of it. That's why. These girls, these 10-year-old girls, that's what it said. 80% of 10-year-old girls are afraid of being fat. And so if they see more of it, then maybe that fear subsides. The fear will go away. Let's hope and pray. Well, let's. I want to show off a little bit of Donald Of DLC. DLC's mad skills. <laughs> because we can't say her name. Yeah, we're just going to say, say DLC. DLC. And uh, <laughs> she does huge musical numbers on the show. And this one is sort of like a... a an homage to Mama Rose in a lot of ways. If you know, and the it's so fun, it's so funny, and we're gonna and play we're it right totally now. Playing the entire thing for you, so you're so, so lucky. enjoy. We'll come back with DLC right here. Plus, this watch this video. Time for you to shut up. Time for you to sit down. Paul is tired of being your sidekick, your henchman, your eager little. Clown. 
for you that I didn't ask for. Do you have any idea the work you're undoing? After everything I've done for you that you didn't ask for, let's just say Greg isn't the only one you're screwing. Want to know all the things I've done for you? I broke into Josh's old high school and made copies of all his grades. I bombed into Lourdes at Starbucks and suggested you be a bridesmaid. I blackmailed Valencia's boss, so now I control when she teaches. That's right, I make yoga class schedules. There's no limit to where my rage is. After everything I've done for you that you didn't ask for, God, will your lies never end? friend what's that look on your face you're horrified you think I'm a monster for doing your dirty work you think love is stainless and pure but beneath all the fantasy there's filth and there's gore so now it's time for me to walk out Time for me to say no! Paul is tired of working for no thanks at all. Paula's gonna go! Queen killing it. Applause, applause, applause. Thank you. Thank so you. good. Donna Lynn Champlin, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! From Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Gracie Award winner. Yes. yes. Is that not the coolest thing ever? I gotta say, I, I was so excited and it was so funny because part of the award you have to write an essay. And I found out about this Gracie Award like literally 24 hours before the deadline. And, you know, I said to you my husband. On the, she was a cat. Well, she they were the like, you know, the studio was great. They were like, we're throwing clips together and just write your essay. I was like, fantastic. And I was, it was so little time that I, I remember saying to my husband, Andy, who Kathy knows well. Um, that I was like, I don't have time to craft this into something that will actually win me this award. All I have time for is to say the truth. Nobody wants that. So <laughs> I am going to write an essay that is my truth, which will not win me this award. And I handed it in to like CWPR. And I was like, heads up. I know this is crazy and it's got a lot of swear words in it. And it will not win me this award, but it is not a mistake. Turn it in. And then they like... Gave it to me. <laughs> That's amazing. I was so excited. And then so, they were like, oh, this is refreshing. Someone told us the truth. I guess so. <laughs> Tell us what the truth was. The truth was, you know, the, the award is is by women for women for, you know, uh, for stuff, uh, media about women. So it ran the gamut of like, you know, these amazing journalists who like go to the middle of 
ISIS and cover like horrible, horrible abuses against women. And then on the other you know spectrum, you have you know funny comedy, crazy ex-girlfriend people. And um, my so my essay was why my character Paula Proctor is is about you know good for media about women by women and for women. And I was like, you know, middle-aged plus size women just. A, aren't on television. And if they are, they're an asexual sidekick. And even that is like, you're lucky. Yeah. And I listed, because I had no time, terribly written, <laughs> horribly written essay. I literally laundry listed 30 reasons why Paula Proctor breaks uh, so many protocols about plus size women on television. I, I eat donuts and I don't ever apologize for it. My weight is never mentioned. I have a sex life. I am dressed attractively. I, you know, I, I get an abortion and it's not like a very special episode. I, you know, I balance motherhood and marriage and work and I go back to college and I have like a whole three dimensional character. Oh, you mean character. you're like a real human being? <laughs> well, how like a times? real person who's co well, complex. I know. And here's the thing is like as a plus size middle aged woman, I watch television and I am constantly going, where am I? Yes. Like I just don't see my reality reflected back to me. If there's a plus size character, a lot of times they are obsessed about their weight. And about their weight. Totally. Or like so desperate to find a man because how or, could a man yes. find me attractive ever in my or life? Or I had sex once and got knocked up and now what do I do with or, the yeah. very mean? Oh. One of the things I really, really take offense to is a plus size woman has to be bitchy and hate her, and hate her life and hate herself yes. and just be bitchy and bitchy 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 and it's like eat. oh my god all times. always <laughs> oh yeah like that's all they're something. doing that's yeah. all that's I all, all I ever do in my life of, yeah. yeah I remember in episode <laughs> in, in episode two season one there was a bit where I was in the office alone and I was eating and I remember saying, okay, is the joke that I'm just eating just whatever I can find in this really shitty, you know, right, conference room? Right. Or are we going for the the fat girl is alone and she's eating eating shitty food? And Eileen Brush McKenna, who's our showrunner, was like, oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Let's make sure that it is very clear that it is not the fat girl eating her problems. Let us, you know, and so they were very, very careful. And I was like, well, can I just, instead of milk, just pour bourbon into it? And then, like, <laughs> and then they were like, no, P.S. <laughs> um, Greg is a drunk, so you can't do that. You can't be a drunk in episode two. Um, but it was, honestly, it was, I was so excited because I was scared to bring it up. And then when, I, but when I did bring it up, they were so emphatic. And to this day, there is not one line in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend that addresses my weight in any way, shape, or form. Because I mean, why? Why do you need to? Exactly. Well, you basically well, prove that you don't have to. We have a woman showrunner. We our writers' room is more than half women. We have a woman line producer. We got a lot of ladies there. Yeah, and that's what Felicia Fazano, who we had, <gasps> who is our casting director, yeah, who's your right. casting director. When we asked her, she said, "Well, the shows that show." have women showrunners they seem to want women who look like real women on their show yeah so I, she's like I don't know if that's just a coincidence but I don't know I don't we have stories to tell yes yeah. yes so <laughs> um, you had uh, talked about um uh, stuff we had a little chat before about photo shoots. Yes, ma'am. And I don't know if you wanted to breach that topic. Sure. I was just mentioning that it's interesting. I am in a very safe cocoon bubble at Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and I'm very aware of how I'm 
respected and protected as a three-dimensional woman who happens to be a size 14, 16. And um, when we do, sometimes we do satellite photo shoots where we just, all of us, all the series regulars go to like some warehouse in the middle of nowhere and you have customers who don't know you, makeup people that don't know you. And um, every single time, and again, I want to say these people are lovely. They're not mean people. They're not, they're wonderful at their job. It's a very strange disconnect. But every time I go, they send my sizes, 14 to 16, and every single time I show up, and there is not a size larger than an eight for me. And if you notice that, you know, in, in photo shoots that for those series regulars that are all of us together, which are usually those satellite ones, I am never facing sideways. And that is because if I'm in a dress, the back is Oh, it's open, open and then like and gap like taped or whatever. Oh, like when oh. like when you go wedding, they will take the largest <laughs> eight that they have and sh- literally cut it up the back so that it will at least from the front. Oh, because they didn't actually want to spend money on it, so they were like, "Let's just get the biggest sizes that we have and pull these, and we'll just make it work." Well, the, but the thing is, though, like if you're gonna like shred a jacket, like isn't that more money? Because you gotta buy that now. Like you can't return that, right? Right. right. So it's very strange. And you know, and these and they're wonderful people, and they're not like they're not mean or malicious. It's a very strange disconnect. But that's just how out of their realm it they is. can't right, imagine. Right. They look at it and they think it's a mistake. They think there is no way there's a series regular woman over a size eight. That's got to be wrong. And so they just assume and they bring these clothes. And every single time, I'm just like, I just wonder oh. if there's something that you could say. Like, could you just be like, "This is my size." No, really, this is my size. Please don't put, bring me <laughs> well, size eight because I'm really not going to be squished in a size I'm eight. I'm not in, size in charge <laughs> of it. You know, the the numbers and all the information come from. I'm sure you know our wardrobe, which I'm sure obviously they're right. They dress me. <laughs> They've they're dressing me for three seasons, right? <laughs> you know, and I know the PR people have. You know, I. It's just I. It's a disconnect, and I. Still to this day, have not figured out what it is, and I have to say it's a West Coast thing because, you know, I've done a, a lot of this kind of stuff in New York, and it, it never happens in New York. So it's yeah. very strange. Uh, um, de- de- I don't want to say deniability, but that's probably not. A real I think it's denial. I think denial. that I, I think that we've had enough experience with customers or wardrobe people on sets where sometimes it, they're really amazing and ask you where you go shopping and that's like such a blessing. That was your experience the recent. Way, for, only recently yeah, though. But but on better things because yeah. it also is Pam Adlon who sure. is show, you know her people were amazing and took so much care, but there was an, another woman who tried to read me. On, on a pilot I had done, and she was exasperated because there were there were like three plus size women in the pilot, and she's like, you know, there's only so many clothes that Lane Bryan I can pick, and oh, I literally you're was like, like, there's more than one store. <laughs> lady. Was like, Lane I don't even shop at Lane Bryan; they're made for Amazons. I'm five two. I like, do, yeah, I can't. I don't fit in that stuff either. It's all yeah, it's, it's gorgeous, wrong, and they're like knocking short. it out of the park lately. But lately, they are. Nothing against yeah. Lane Bryan. No, yeah, no, of no, course I don't not. Wanna, but I'm literally five two, and I I swim in I'm their five, stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's it's so ridiculous. I want to go back to you being from New York. Um, okay. Um, so. Because you guys are going to be like, mm, we're on Broadway. Huh? Let's just kick you out of this conversation totally. It's all right. No. I'll jump in. I'll jump in. No. I'll find a way. Okay, no. you will. But, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the differences from living from New York to L.A. Yeah. And do you feel like as an actor, your world is smaller here in L.A. in a lot of ways? Because Well, it's weird because, I mean, I... I've been out here with a job. So I haven't, 
And I hate, you know, and I hate when people say this. You just want to punch them in the face. Feel free to punch me <laughs> in the face right now. No, don't. <laughs> I, you know, I've been out here for two years employed. So my experience in New York, of course, is the hustle. I've been in New York, what, 20, 25 years. That's an up and down of employed, not employed, mm. hustle, no hustle, you know. And so here I kind of don't, I don't really know many of the players out here. I don't really know the casting people because I, I'm you out here. I've got my gig. Yeah. Now, you know, hopefully my gig will last a long time. But when it doesn't, you know, then I'll be learning the, the West Coast hustle. I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, but, you're knocking out the part. I told you that you did you. that Emmy event, and all of my friends who went were like, <laughs> she sang a number where she got to be a Disney princess, which is amazing. I know. Thank I you. I know. We had to again, decide which, you, which video to put yeah. up. But. You made it hard. There was like Russian roulette a Well, bit. again, though, before every before the writers go in the room, they, they ask the series regulars, send us an email, remind us of your special skills. Because we may, you know, randomly want to, you know, for like Vince, you know, he, he's karate guy. So they, you know, so I actually sent before last season, I said, it's a little known secret that I'm actually a color to a soprano. But because I'm a plus size woman. Oh, they want you to in be musical also. theater. That's right. You have to belt your face off. Yeah. And so I had to learn. Billy Porter. CMU taught me how to belt he's in college, and um, oh, and he Tony, said to I don't me, know who that is because I was on Broadway. He said to me point blank, he was like, "Girl, you're not going to work unless you learn how to belt, or you have to lose like a lot of weight, or like fake it, or yeah." yeah. And so, um, so they, Rachel, um, actually, they wrote me that soprano. Song. Okay, wait, just for us non-Broadway folks, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what, relax, what do you, what do you relax, mean? What do you relax, mean by LA. belt? I'm like this belt. Okay, <laughs> the number the number that I just did that you just showed. Right. that is a full Broadway belt, and that's basically using this part of your body from like here down and just screaming for Jesus. Okay, <laughs> head voice, which is soprano, is actually if you imagine a line here, it's all up here and it comes right out your eyeballs, and so everything floats up in this area. Yes, and so okay. when you and I go karaoke, so, you know when you sing and you know just regular in your car, guys. Yeah. So when we go to regular karaoke, people, when you sing up here but they and, imagine, no, and the music's big coming body, out of your eyes, big sound. yes, I mean that's how they do it. Magic. Okay, but, but when, when we, we karaoke, we belt. Just to FYI, are you a okay. belter? Oh, she's amazing. I'll she's bet you amazing, Donna Lynn. We're starting a girl band. You want to be in it? Yes. Chrissy Metz is. Chrissy in Metz it. is going to be in it. We're all in it. We're amazing. all. We're all. We're all going to do. I can't we're going to do like Fat Girl Karaoke. Is that our name? We should just. Is that our name? No, we just actually want a bunch of fat girls to go sing karaoke. Copy that. Copy that. I'm still in. I'm in okay. Awesome. I'm in. Amazing. Well, we want to get to some hot topics with you too, because yes, please. there's there's so much going on this week that we're really excited about, guys. But um, there is this video. Could you introduce it since it yeah, was yeah. something so that the, you discovered? Allure magazine released a video about a a woman who was burned by acid by a guy who was interested in her and she had turned him down and um that's a normal reaction yeah because if he can't have her nobody can Got right it. and if she's if she yeah right so he so nobody can have her sure. the way she stands right so uh, we want to we're going to play a little clip of the video the end of where she like comes and kind of like talks about where she is now with the way that she looks um She's had multiple reconstructive surgeries. I want to say like 64, like in the 60s, 50s or 60s. Um, and like she's come a long way from, and she is completely burned. I think she said 70% 70, of her yeah. body. And um, so we're going to play this little clip and then we'll come back and talk to you more about it. About it for sure. 
dad introduced me. The fact of beauty comes in my life when people see that I'm living my life. I know that the biggest thing anyone can do who suffered deformity on her face and scars and everything is acceptance. Now I accept my face and people see I have I have a smile, regardless it's asymmetric a smile. Nobody can see my proper teeth. I don't care, I feel beautiful. If you're living every moment of your life without any regrets, without making anyone feel bad about themselves, that's so beautiful. My name is Monica Singh. I would like to dispel the myth, I am my scars. I am more than my scars. I'm a strength of a woman. I'm a strength of a girl. What she can do after biggest obstacle in her life. Hey, we're back. <laughs> cut it. Cut it, Jarvis. Cut it. Cut it. Cut right it, there. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. It's part of our band. It's part of our yeah. band track. We're making tracks. We're writing beats, guys. We're writing beats. <laughs> cut it. Just cut it. Cut, cut it. Cut it. <laughs> we're so nerdy. We're so nerdy. Um. So what do you, what do you, so the thing that was, so I watched that, I found that somebody, Sana Linguinus tagged me in that, who like is always tagging me in amazing things. So One thank you, Sana. Best. Yeah. She's amazing, like super amazing follower. Super fan. Um, Tag me in that. And what I noticed was that all of the comments were like super supportive. Like you go, like she was not trolled. Right. They were like, yeah, you can do it. You can live your full life. Like you, like, you know, fuck that guy, whatever. Right. So it kind of like stirred something in me because I was like, okay, so if you if you look a certain way and there's nothing that you can do about it, then it's okay to love and accept yourself. Right. But when you're fat and it's perceived as something that you can change yeah. or you can control, then it's not okay to love and accept yourself. And you're yourself. unhealthy and you're showing a bad example and how, how dare you And how dare you, yeah, how dare you be in the world and be happy. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, I was like really, really... I, I am always amazed that... Um, people care so much about what other people look like to the oh, point yes. of being like offended by their presence. Like I don't, you know, I'm just taking up a little more space. Like I, I don't infect your world at all. Right. So why do you have opinion? And really, that's the biggest thing that trolls like to go for because they want to clothe themselves in sort of like I am for the moral good. I am for showing people that there is a, a good way and a healthy way to have a body. And we're, there's study after study after study showing that what we've been told is that the BMI yeah. by the Department of Health is not true. Like, it's it's being proven over and over. Right, that it's not that, accurate. That it's not accurate. That like, you can't actually judge someone by the how much they weigh. And how healthy they are. Yeah, like the well, science I mean, is backing us up, but why is society still hung up on it? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's so many... I mean, you can go back to just the 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 logistics of fashion. I mean, wasn't it a whole point where they started to use skinny models because the more voluptuous ones were taking away from the clothes. Right. And so, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, you can track that back to, I'm sure a bunch of different ways as to how, I mean, you look at art and you go back to, you know, you've got Botticelli and you've got all these beautiful voluptuous women and it's, you know, I think it's just, this is where we are now. Yeah. And this is healthcare and the health industry. Let's be honest. The gym industry is a billion dollar industry. Oh, multi-billion yeah, dollar we, industry we 
by coming out and saying I don't want to change my body, we are stopping an entire industry from making profit. It's, That's it's, crazy to me because there is so much money to be had in plus plus size clothing. I know. Oh, I mean, I mean talk about an untapped yeah. market. Yeah, and people are closing. You know what's funny? This brings up this reminds me of something where I um, I had a director on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend who shall remain nameless, lovely person. Um, but we were doing a group shot. And as the character of Paula, sometimes I don't care about what's happening. And <laughs> my body language, I will be very Not conscious. Not you, just, just your I character, will, you know, right? sit, you know, like that. And I have roles and I have a big, I have a belly. And the director came up to me in front of all, it was a group um, white white feather scene. Everybody was there, and he right right before we took a take, he said to me in front of everybody, "Can you just sit just sit up? You'll be happier. You'll be happier. Just can you just?" And I was just wait. He like literally grabbed his belly like well because I'm sure the look on my face was, <laughs> which I'm sure he was like, "Oh, she doesn't understand. Let me use." Miming. Um, again, I have to say because the English language, she might not great understand. Guy, I mean, great She's, guy. It, but you know what's interesting is, and I, I wish I discussed it with him after, but I was just sort of like, I can't. I talked to a producer about it, and I said, "Is this something? I, I want to make sure. I want to know what's going on. Are the conversations being had? You know." And the producer said something really interesting, where she was like, "It's distracting to see a woman." On television, sitting normally, like a woman, a plus size woman. And so she was like, our eyes go to your stomach because it's distracting. And I said, yes, but it's distracting because it's unusual. Right. Right? It's like, you know, it's like seeing like an endangered species animal. It's a reality that we don't know. Exactly. And I was like... So can can we decide or can I know what my boundaries are on how I should... I guess carry myself because if it's distracting that's fine if we're trying to help people not be distracted by it anymore and the only way to do that is to show it right and so again it was a great conversation with a female EP she was like sit wherever the fuck you want she was like do your thing that's so but it was a very strange conversation where there was you know the producer actually said to me it is distracting when we're in the editing bay you know if you're sitting and you got a shirt and we can see your you know stomach it's mm-hmm. you, all you can do is look at it and i'm like but but like know, when well, when a girl has her top off that's all cool. you can do you can you can all you do is stare at her tits too yeah, so, but we don't have a problem with that. But we're that. okay with that. Yeah. Right. And it's because I fully believe we see it more. Yeah. We right. see bare boobs all, all the time. time. <laughs> all the time. And everyone's like, ah, more tits. You know, so I was just, I'm, you know, and again, I have the backup of my show in exploring all of these plus That's size so issues amazing. that, you know, I am allowed, which is such a weird concept, I am allowed to sit normally and be you. That's incredible. Well, you also did a show right before uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend at Playwrights Horizons. I did. And you had to wear, wear a, a fat suit. suit. I had to wear a fat suit. Because you weren't fat enough. Here's what happened I auditioned. Um, and I kept thinking, did you audition for it too? You were already out here. I was out here. You would have been, God, you would have been great. Um, <laughs> she would have killed You're this role. Nice. Um, That's but it's, uh, it, you know, uh, so you know though, like plus size roles aren't out there. Plays? So, in, in plays. plays. In fucking plays. Right. Written by Pulitzer Prize winners. Where you're not 
80. And it's not about you being fat. Yeah. And um, so every plus size girl in town like wanted it But this it character was like a sex, sexy sex the, character, the pre- right? The premise of the, of the show was a one room show where there's a monthly uh, sex uh, Orgy? Uh, swingers. 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 Nice. And um, it was just a fascinating concept to get a whole bunch of different people in one room and talk about a bunch of shit. Um, and I was the plus size lady. And so, of course, we addressed, you know, you have the pro- the antagonist who's goes after everybody so that, you know, we can shame him and tell him how wrong he is. And he came after me as a plus size woman basically saying, I don't find you attractive, you know, blah, blah, blah. And quite honestly, the insults he threw at that character were nothing compared to real life. <laughs> what I, I have had said to my face right. in an audition room right. by casting people, what a by breakdown boyfriends, has said. Yeah. by right. my mother. Like, oh. do you know what I mean? Like you just, and I was sitting there and so about halfway through the process, the director and the playwright came up to me and they were like, how do you feel about being padded? And I said, well, fine, if, if that's, uh, can you tell me why? And they said, well, we just don't feel it's believable that this guy would be so mean to somebody who's like plus size, but not like plus size. Oof. And I was like, so basically you want to make him look nicer because you don't believe that a woman my size would get spoken to that way. And then, of course, I said, I do all the time, but OK. And so then it was this real then it was this avalanche of weird shit that came out after that. I had actors, actor come up to me in the show and be like, mm, are you sure you want to do it? Like if I wore a fat suit and was on stage and people, heaven forbid, thought I was bigger than I was, like I might ruined my career I was like okay um and then like you know I would come out afterwards to the audience and the audience where they were just they would have no concept of how insulting it is to be like Whew. like thank god like you oh aren't, thank god you're not you're as not, fat as I thought you, you were. were you're just that oh. fat and oh. and I had a very strange feeling because I all of a sudden felt very guilty because I know that there are plus size actresses out there in New York who are bigger than me, more plus size. And now I'm in a position of thinking, shit. Right. Now I'm being padded. I have have I taken away a role from right. another actress who, you know, should be in this role right. because she's bigger and yeah. she knows it better than me, you know. And it was just this crazy this one idea of having me wear a fat suit. Yeah. Just it kind of like opened all these like I think fat suits are so weird because like you're wearing this fat suit and you like have a bigger belly and stuff but then like your arms and legs weren't like fatter. Well yeah and what they ended up doing (laughs) honestly the fat suit ended up being the size I was like right after I had had my baby I had Mm -hmm. gained you know quite a a bit of weight and so I knew the weight I knew the how it felt. right. But it was still, it is, it's very, it's very strange. And then to be at a sex party and having to wear something, you know, and then again, we were talking about moo-moos earlier. Right. So many moo-moos, so yeah, little time. I and I was why. like, yeah. no. And I said, I want whatever I'm wearing to be clingy and sexy. I want my boobs to be she's out. She's a swinger. She's yeah. at a fucking sex party. She's, yeah. she's looking she's to swinger. get laid. Yeah, and she's yeah. probably going to. So that was a big discussion too <laughs> about, you know, but then it was like, well, if you have a fat suit, then do we blah, blah, blah. I was like, work it out. Yeah, and if it's if it doesn't work, then don't use the fat suit. But it was just a fascinating issue of plus size, and you know the levels of like 
how plus are you? Yes. It was a very and, and like how acceptable line. And, and you, how sexy can you be being plus size? Yeah, and you having been that How heavy, deserving are you of being insulted? Right. Yes. Yeah. You are more deserving of being insulted the heavier you are. Yes. Is what I learned from that. Oh, yes. absolutely. I mean, we've talked about Roxane Gay saying that there is Lane Bryant fat and then fat that's her. And she's like, I, it's not acceptable. Right. My, my size of fat is not acceptable. And there is this weird nebulous line that gets drawn even in the body positivity community mm-hmm. that's you know they that it's it's like you get to be a model if you're a size 20 but then you start tipping into like the double digits like 22 24 we're not so sure like, right it is very um it, it is it we still want to quantify someone else's right to feel good in their own body exactly and how deserving they are of yeah, our and, vitriol. I mean, you know, we both. Did you audition for Fat Pig as well? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I had a lot of the same similar thing where I'm like, I don't believe I am big enough to play this part. Although people have said these things about me, like yeah. those things in that play, I have said about me too. Yeah. But at the same time. I was like, you guys aren't, you're going to want someone really big for this. I can tell. Like, you got the vibe. As soon as you walked in, they were like, huh. Oh, no. I walked in and they literally said, oh, you're so pretty. And one guy was like, oh, I'd fuck you. And I was like, oh, I'm. So now I can't. So now now I'm out. Should I I just not even do the audition? Right. Because I'm obviously not getting it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I flew all the way from California and I don't even get to meet Neil Butte. Yeah. (laughs) Which that, I, I tell you, he writes plays that make me want to, like, back in the 80s when there were answer raps, like, people rapped back. Like, I want to write, like, answer plays to his plays. Like, they make me so mad. But that's that the I whole wanna, point. That's that his I, whole point I know, is he wants he to make drives you mad. me crazy. He's yeah. such a good writer, but he drives me crazy with Okay, wait, but I want to back up to being the, like, being plus size and, like, having sex because... Uh, the next thing oh, that we're going to talk about this is Google this Google article. article that came out. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So um, Seth Illing talked to Seth Stevens Davidovitz. I don't even know. You did a good say job. That. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't he, so Seth, <laughs> Seth Stevens Davidovitz was the author of Everybody Lies, and it talks about America's Google habits. And we have, like, a poo meme <laughs> that we created that <laughs> Kathy and I, because it's, like, the most ridiculous thing, but Jarvis, don't put it up yet because we're going to, I want to talk about it first before we put it up Um, because it talks about (laughs) porn habits and what people are Googling um, in America compared to what we think people People find attractive. Yeah. And it it started out with like women like Googling about being married to gay men. Like a lot of women. And especially in the deep South. South, They're very worried. They're very worried about being married to to a closeted gay man and about how there's probably in in the art in the article he suggests that there's more gay men in the closet than we think yeah and that many men prefer overweight women to skinny women but are afraid to act on it that married women are disproportionately worried that their husband is gay that a lot of straight men straight women watch lesbian porn and that porn featuring violence against women is more popular again among women than men like women watch violent porn about women being well, yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing: is like I can understand that because it's it's fantasy, Do you know. And there's yeah. a, a safety in not participating, not actually getting. You hurt. know, I mean, I I I totally get it. But you, there's t- like an adrenaline junkie. But we have yeah. a quote. Okay, so put up the quote, Jarvis, because we're gonna read it. <laughs> it says. 
Porn featuring overweight women is surprisingly common among men, but the data from dating sites tells us that just about all men try to date skinny women. Many people don't try to date the people that they're most attracted to. They try to date people that they think would impress their friends. This is literally this the, is the saddest thing of the author. The ever. Author said That's our poo that meme. In. See the poo meme. Take it in. It's a poo meme. <laughs> Kathy and I got <laughs> serious giggles over it. Because we made it all pretty and pink and purple. And I was we like, normally that do. quote doesn't deserve to be I was like, fine. Puke. Green and puke and poo. Here we come. I'm making the meme. It was, yeah. It um, gets the so, color palette it deserves. Oh, my so gosh. So it is. So basically, this like validates my feeling that we're not crazy. People think we're hot. Yeah. And... We're not just like, you know, making up stories about guys like hitting wanting us, to yeah. date us or hitting on us yeah. or whatever. Like, this is so, again, where we have facts to back it up. Like, we have to change society now. Like, we have to come on board. Like, people who are writing stories about women have to come on board now. Yeah. This is where we have proof is in the pudding now. Yeah. But, but your husband, who I've known since I was 19 years old, who literally was like the hot tenor oh, that like was. all the girls at Wagner College on Staten <laughs> Island picture wanted of you guys. On the on a is there bike or something? I don't know. <laughs> oh, what is this? So that's, uh, the cute. Ca- Gabrielle Ruiz, who, who's in our, our in our show, is she has a a thing called This Week's Ride with her husband Philip. And um, yeah, they so asked you guys can to... see how cute her husband so is. Cute. So cute, <laughs> so adorable, so talented, very 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 talented. talented. One like a fantastic singer. We've sang at weddings together. That's <laughs> happened. Um, but you know, I want to talk about your experience with that. Like, did you find that um, that especially in New York, it's so like. Who's not gay? Like, everybody oh, I knew. <laughs> well, that's why I did Match.com. I met Andy on Match.com. You did? I did. And wow. it's so funny because when we met, we realized, of course, we had like two degrees of separation because we were both in music theater in New York. We, we know everybody. We just hadn't bumped into each other yet. Oh, wow. But How funny. yeah, I, I did the. But even like Match.com, let's talk about like the dating sites for just a second of like, Ooh. how do you rank your body type? And it's like. Oh, when I was. Athletic, when I was single, and then it was like, like, yeah, it was a like, few extra pounds. I was like. You. Yeah, or yeah. just like heavy set was the next yeah. option. Yeah, no, like, so why couldn't I just be like, God, I'm just goddess shaped? Yeah, yeah. maybe why, why is that an option? Um, exactly. Yeah, you know, honestly, I gotta say because in my relationship with Andy, I was I was really thin when we first met because I was doing Billy Elliot. I was the oh. female principal dancer in that, so I was like literally hoofing oh, my balls my off. Goodness. And then we got married, and then I got pregnant right away. And then I I gained I just my body just gained a lot of weight, and I have a very healthy baby, and that's what the body is for. So we have in our marriage gone through me at very very many different sizes, and this. I think is where I live. I love it. And I don't think I've ever known that until I did Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because I've never been it. allowed mm. to just Be. eat when I'm hungry, not eat <laughs> when I'm not hungry, exercise when I feel, you know what I mean? I have never in my life. So empowering. And so what really as far as our sex life, it really comes from me and how comfortable I am wherever I am. And I'm honestly more comfortable here at a size 14, 16 than I was when we met. I think I was a size... Eight ten. I love it. Do people say to you like, "Oh, girl, how'd you snag that one?" Like, "Ooh, lucky you." Well, Do people yeah. say that to you? I mean, <laughs> because people say that to me all the time. They're like, "Oh, that's your husband." Hey, oh, like he shouldn't be with a with well, a, oh, a plus size lady, right? Yeah, like they no say that to me all the time, and dared. I'm like, um, "No, he's the lucky one." <laughs> <laughs> no one has dared to my face, but 
Heaven help them. <laughs> if they ever do. That's an amazing note to end yes. on, frankly. Yes. Heaven help them. Heaven, Heaven help, help them. them. So um, besides karaoke night with us, yes. where and when, when does a new season start for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? We actually, we go into production. We're in pre-production now. We start shooting Monday. Woo! Amazing. And our premiere, I believe, is Friday, October 13th. Oh, that's nice. Lucky, lucky Friday the 13th. Exciting. Um, so we're really excited. We have 13 episodes again, which is perfect for us. Yeah. Uh, we had eight the first season and it was just it was too much and it was too hard those yeah. things are crazy too hard. the amount of work that you guys do just to do people don't get it it's a lot more they work than a normal really show it. so yeah we're excited um, and you can watch what you have now on Netflix yes we can um, season one and two on Netflix and then I'm actually um, uh, did some work uh, uh, over my hiatus on um, another period on Comedy Central <gasps> oh my gosh that's a fun oh, show that's a fun show I won't tell you God. I'm not when allowed to tell you air? Um, well, it's I'm season three, and I think they're gonna um, air season three February sometime mid February. Incredible! So I'm, I can't tell you who I, who I am. Not that it matters, but but um, I did like about uh, four or five episodes. Of that. that is Amazing. so awesome! Thank you so much Thank for coming so on much our for show. Coming. We're asking me. Yes, we have reposted so her on Twitter and our um, Instagram, Instagram at Plus the Show because you're Donna underscore Lynn Donna underscore oh, Champlin. How complicated on, on IG, and then your DL. L underscore Champlin on Twitter. Or I think it's like just that. DL Champlin. DL, but we know her as DLC. Let's yeah. be honest. She's now DLC. <laughs> Tower um, high lover guys. Besties. Yes. Now, we're you gonna, know. now, now we're a plus size karaoke. So, um, we're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. And we'll be back next week, guys, with another guy. With we don't another know how to keep topping it. I know. We can't. Gonna, we can't. Yeah. But we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna crash, and then we're yeah. gonna have a thing. It's gonna Rise be amazing. Like we'll make more. Rise see, it's gonna happen. <laughs> It's gonna happen. <laughs> like a Greek myth. Yeah, that we are. Yeah. Excellent. But thank you for joining us, yeah, guys. So we'll, we'll see, see you, you next week. week. Plus this. Hey!